Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker of the Decker Team. They'll share life experiences, tips, techniques, thoughts, and tools to help you create life exponential. Life's Inside Track with Ken and Yetta Decker. Moving forward with the Decker Team. Moving forward together with the Decker Team. Yes, but they're blood. Hello, I'm Yetta Decker. And I'm Ken Decker. And we're excited to be with you on another episode of Life's Inside Track, where we get to share techniques, thoughts, tools, and even some tips on how to just live the best life possible. There are things that we all deserve, you, I, everyone. So we can turn our house into a home where our families thrive, which is kind of what this is all about. So I just want to know one thing. What do you want to know, Yetta? Whose blood? Well, family. Family oh. is called blood, right? Yeah. Yeah, your blood relations. Yes. Or your chosen family. Right. Might not be blood relations, but they're still your family. Okay. Yeah. So what are we going to learn in this episode? Well, we might learn how to make it work with family. Ooh. So if you're kind of going, yeah, my family, we all cool. We got nothing but good vibes between us. Maybe you'll just get a tip or two out of this episode. Or maybe you're thinking. Maybe they should record the show then. Yeah, come join us. You know that we're always <laughs> welcome or interested in having guests on the episode. So if you think you got something to say that we're not saying that needs to be said, absolutely let us know and we'll have a good conversation about if it would be a fun thing to do together that, would you let that happen ken decker uh if if it was good yep <laughs> okay fantastic because we don't want to bore our listeners which i'm told we do sometimes really yeah oh is that what the dead silence is about anyway no so- i was thinking of a bore uh, uh like a a pastoral joke, you know, when someone moves from one position to a canon. Canon is a position in the church. You get that part? Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay, yeah. I'm with you. And this person said, "I became a canon, which means I have a big. I'm a bigger bore. You get it? Bigger, bigger, yeah, bigger <laughs> shell, bigger bore. You got it? <laughs> That's why I didn't say the joke because it wasn't that good. Okay, so that was clearly, <laughs> clearly a dad joke because I'm having a hard time comprehending oh, it. Do you know how you know when it's a dad joke? Yes, <laughs> I can't believe we're going to say this right now. <laughs> I Come can't on. even do it. It's a parent. Uh huh. It is. It is. Okay. Yes. So back to family. Some family give us. Whether they're blood or whether they're by choice, they give us tons of energy and some actually cause us a little bit of drain. Not because they're not great people, but just because they're maybe not people that we resonate as well with. We have to put maybe a little effort in. Or maybe a little extra just, effort. They're just uh, not interested in what you're interested in or or they're okay with being calm and relaxed and and really staying where they're where they are staying put and other family members are about growth and excitement and change and and growing as a person so then it becomes difficult sometimes it's faith sometimes faith can get in the Mm -hmm. middle of family relationships because somebody turns to faith and the rest of the family doesn't that can be a little bit of a what do you call that Conundrum? Oh, a conundrum. That's a great word, Yetta. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we have come to kind of think about family as 
obviously relationships of love and love that. And we love them no matter what. And sometimes we have to make a choice about maybe spending less time with certain people that are in our life. And so, Ooh. so right? what's your favorite three words? Well, they're not my favorite three words, oh, they're good words. but they're three great words when it comes to reevaluating. So we're coming, if you're watching this like real time on time when we're airing it, you're watching it just coming to the end of a year, just before we launch into a new year. So this three word um, assessment, I'm going to mm -hmm. give it the title works for every area of your life. And it may sound harsh to you to utilize the words in relation to relationships. And I'm going to tell you, sometimes it's necessary. So you judge for yourself. The first word is stop. What relationships really need to be stopped? Now, you can't really stop your family relationship, Right, but if you? they're non-blood... No, no, well, I'm not, no, I'm not talking about it. We're talking family. Okay. We're talking blood. family. We're talking episode. blood today. Yeah, blood, family. Blood, blood. Okay, blood, blood. Okay, can you stop that relationship? You can stop how it affects you. You can stop how you engage with it. And I do know a lot of people that have stopped hanging out with certainly fam certain family members because the behavior and their way of showing up actually destroys a lot of things. Mm-hmm. So hard, hard choice, not something you're going to do lightly, and I do see it. Okay. So you can stop spending time with family. Yep. Or, yep. Okay. And the second one is you could start. And start is somebody you haven't maybe connected with. Maybe it's a cousin. Maybe it's an aunt. Maybe you haven't connected with your immediate family in a long time because they live out of province, and it's just distance. It's not for any other reason. So you're going to start, choose to start to connect with somebody in family that you haven't connected with. Mm. And sometimes it's it's like a half brother or half sister that you didn't know about. You find out in your 30s that you've got a, a brother or a sister and you want to start that relationship. Absolutely. And then the middle one, well, it's not the middle one, but it's the middle of the road. And that is stay. They're things, they're people you want to stay in relationship with. And then you get to decide, is it equal, the same amount that you've been connecting with them? Or are they so engaging and uplifting for you that you want to have even greater time with them, even more time? Or maybe you're a little deflated or maybe you deflate them. It could go either way. And you can feel that you mm. deflate them. And so you want to spend less time. So the stay really <laughs> has an ABC. So stay exactly like it is. Same amount of time, same amount of visits, same amount of one-on-one, same amount of group activity with that family. Or it may be let's increase, let's have even greater, or it may be let's decrease to have even less. Yeah. So John Maxwell, mm -hmm. he says people mm -hmm. are elevators. Yes. Yeah, they I know. <laughs> they either take you up or they take you down. Yeah. And some of them are stuck. Right. On <laughs> the floor. Floors. Between floors. <laughs> right. Um, so, yeah. Although it's a sensitive topic, this is a big deal topic when we're talking family relationships 
Mm-hmm. In all cases, be kind. Like in all cases, come from a center of love. This is not a hurtful thing. This is a loving thing to sometimes for other family members to limit the time you spend with certain people or increase the time. And you know what? I, I just met with somebody and they said they're moving back to the country yeah. because family members have been given a relatively short amount of time mm-hmm. to live and they want to up the time they get to spend with their parents yeah. before they transition. Yeah. And so I think that's that's a beautiful thing, understanding that time mm-hmm. is limited. I remember when our kids were young and then they got to like that preteen, teenage, you kept, you're going, okay, we only got them for five years more. That Like we got to pour into them. We got to spend more time with them. We got to go do things. And that was- You've got to take them on vacation. Yeah, mention that. I know, right? <laughs> so family yeah. is but an earlier heaven. Yeah, well, it's George Bernard Shaw's quote, right? Yeah. A happy family mm. is but an earlier heaven. Friends are actually family that we get to choose. We've created for you free access to over 503 Life's Inside Track episodes where we share insider How many? tips. Over 503. That's a lot. It's of actually these. a fair bit more than that. <laughs> oh, my goodness. But I thought 503 was a nice number, and I know you could go out and find at least that many where we're sharing insider tips. We're sharing insights on real estate and also how to infuse calm, harmony into life itself, and even how to strengthen, heal, and flourish inside relationships. So, you know, over 503 episodes you can get access to. From home, office, or even on the go. Just don't take notes when you're on the go. Mm. That'd be scary. It's okay if you're in the passenger seat. Oh, that's true. I do that. So, you know, friends or family that we choose, that sounds about right, doesn't it? Selecting our friends, what does that do for us? Well, because I'm talking real friends. Like the friends. There's fake friends and real friends? Yes, there are. They're okay. fake friends. Fake friends are the ones that love you when you're successful oh. and leave you when you're in trouble. Or sometimes they love you when you're in trouble and leave you when you're successful. Ooh, that's deep. Well, it's true. That's really deep. It's true. You might want to say that again. Okay. So <laughs> some, we're going to call them, fake is a harsh word, but friends that can't sustain the long haul. Those are the friends that aren't like family. Right. And they may be able to be with you when you're doing terribly because they love to come along and support you. Others may love to come along you and ride on your coattails when you're having great success. And it may not work that they can be in both of those environments. Yeah. Those those phases of our seasons of our life. Mm -hmm. Because you know that you're going to have one of them. Going to be soaring higher than you can imagine, and then it's not going to be so good anymore. And so, friends, real friends, the friends that become like family, is what you're they, saying. Yeah, they're the ones you can call on the spur of the moment. They'll drop everything to come and help you. Mm-hmm. You know, like if my car gets a flat, do I call a friend? Do I call a tow truck? What do I call? Who do I call? You call a friend sometimes. Yeah. Depends I'm, if they have the skills to help me. <laughs> That's right. So knowing which friends to call is kind of important. Yes. Right? Yeah. And so that's an important differentiator mm. because they come to your rescue 
They're kind of like your ride or die. They're with you no matter what. You're locked and loaded. Locked and loaded. Right. That sounds dangerous. (laughs) Well, so does ride or die. (laughs) They both sound like dangerous (laughs) phrases to me. They're those people that you're going to ride that two-person bicycle with. And they're okay if you tip it? Yeah. They're okay (laughs) if you tip it and they're okay if you go a little bit fast or a little bit slow. The idea is those friends that will stay with you in both the amazing aspects of life or the really hard parts. And they can celebrate with you when you're Mm -hmm. celebrating and have sorrow with you and share a cry with you when you're in a hard time and then help remind you. It's one of the things I love about friends that are like family. For me, they remind me of who I am when I'm being much less than I am created to be. They remind me of who I was created to be in the moments where I'm not showing up that way. Where you're not showing up as positive as maybe you would like to be? Or as I say you are? You're right. They remind you of your God-given essence. Yeah. And draw that out. They raise you up. Right. Yeah. So recently, I actually had a client who's doing this is absolutely a crazy, awesome experience. If you've never tried it, you might want to commission this amazing artist in the local area who has who's doing live portraits, live like portrait painting rather than painting from a photograph. Photograph. She's actually painting the live model, and I got to be her first outside of family live portrait subject, I guess is what you would call me. And when we were having the discussion about, could I do this? It's a fair bit of, well, originally it was sitting, it became standing so I can have my red shoes seen because you know, that's part of my being, (laughs) right? Yeah. The red shoes. It's all about the red shoes. It is. Although red is the new neutral for you. For me. Well, it's not new anymore. It's old news, but red is neutral in my world. And so she actually said to me, the essence of you that I want to draw out is your joyful intensity. And I thought, you nailed it. Like that's the real deal. That's who you be. And so your friends will celebrate that, not try to put a bushel over your light, bushel basket over your light, because they celebrate and encourage. And that's a true friend. Right. Well, you called them real Real, not fake. Right. Real, not fake. Yeah. A fake friend leaves when you most need them. Or when you see, it's interesting because you want to go to when you most need them, they take off. And I think often a fake friend leaves also when you're doing too great. Yeah. It could be either extreme. I heard a quote. quote. Oh, tell me, tell me. The quote was. Tell us, tell us. (laughs) (laughs) If you're too much for people. Those are not your people. Ah, I got it. Okay, (laughs) so it might be helpful for us to get the clarity that we've been just sharing in a banter of who is kind of our people. And you may say, well, those aren't my kind of people. And that's totally cool because your people may not be my people or vice versa. So how we started this was we created lists. We created lists of who is it? Who is it that, and what are the characteristics of those people? Is that cold? Like we actually, you might want to do this. We actually write down all our friends from the last year who we've spent time with. Yeah, we do. And then we put, are we going to stop seeing them? Are we going to see them more, less, or the same? 
which is the stay, or who do we want to start? And we've we've actually, I don't know, you can say spoken into existence, manifested, you can say whatever prayed you through. want, prayed into yep. people into our life when there's a gap of who we'd like to be in there. We actually start looking for that person and they show up every single time. It's rather fascinating. And so if you find this too cold, just tune us off, turn us <laughs> off, don't listen no more. Say, oh, yeah, know, but CHR is not too happy about that if we tell them to turn off the radio. <laughs> okay, but maybe you're watching on our YouTube channel or maybe you're watching on Instagram or Facebook or LinkedIn. And so then it's not that hard. Yeah. You just tune us off. We're turn just, turn off the sound. You know we're just saying the hard truth. People do this naturally. We're just doing it purposefully. Right. And and really the beauty is those that you should and I don't like shitting on people because then you get a shitty life, right? Right. But so say that slower because <laughs> when you say that quickly, what Ken is saying is we it's not wise to should on ourselves or on other people, because when you should on people, you create a shouldy life. Thank you. Yeah, because I'm I sorry. know it is family radio and people can hear what they want to hear, but that's what I said. <laughs> okay. <laughs> Thanks for slowing it down. Thank you. Yeah, so it's purposeful. And the beauty is the people that you would like to spend more time with you actually will because you've gone through a process of recognizing that you mm. want to spend more time with those people. Exactly. Isn't that a beautiful thing? It is a beautiful thing. So if you're thinking, hmm, well, we're going to encourage you to invest in the friends that you actually want to have more time with. The ones that you want to have as real friends, it does take investment and it takes effort. Yeah. And look for the friends that are missing in your life. Yara, do you want to stretch? For over 30 years, I've been stretching with you. <laughs> no, for over 30 years, we've enjoyed coming alongside you, both with buying and selling real estate, insider tips, building wealth, and even strengthening healing and flourishing relationships and building our faith, even building our fun. Yeah, but no, I was serious. Do you want to stretch? Well, <clears throat> I am a little stiff. Not that kind of stretch. <laughs> what you said, do I want to stretch? I know, but, but stretch, like stretch your mind, stretch your life, grow, oh. that kind of stretch. Yes, I do want to do that too. So in this episode, what we're going to learn is how to stretch inside our relationships. Those that we choose to bring into our life, how do they stretch us versus stressing us? We don't need to stress ourselves out growing and improving and shifting things and becoming even better. And yet a stretch can feel really, really good. Yes. Don't stress. Stretch. Exactly. So you actually stressed one time. Let's talk about that story. That I've stressed story, before. You stressed because you called somebody. I did. Oh my goodness. Okay. Dr. Have you ever <clears throat> Robert Rome? Right. And Dr. Robert Rome was not only a PhD, <laughs> not only a theologian, not only a pastor, not only a principal. He was the 
owner of a business called Personality Insights for like 30 years. So basically, the title I would give him was communicator extraordinaire. That's what he did for a living for only at that point, maybe 45 years. Well, just a beginner, just a beginner. And yet in a moment of losing her mind, forgetting who she was speaking to read one of his podcasts. I loved his tips. He would do tons of tips and I had books of his tips and I had met him, but I'm sure he didn't remember who I was, but I certainly, and I certainly remembered him. He was going to remember me. (laughs) So I decided when I read this one article, he used the word that just slipped out of my mouth a second ago. And then I shifted it real quick because it's but with one T right. But with one And in his article, he had used the word but probably three times. And by the time he'd used the second one, I couldn't read the thing anymore, even though it was amazing content. So I thought I'd let him know that maybe we (laughs) needed to have a conversation and check out his use of the English language. Right. Mm. After I sent it, and I asked for the email, I sent the email. And I had his email address because I had actually met him and done a course with him uh, several years earlier, a couple of courses. <laughs> so and, you asked for a phone call. Right. Course. Asked for a phone call so I go straight him out. <laughs> right? Isn't that what all smart humans do? No, not the smart ones. So anyway, sent the email, promptly forgot because I was probably in a state of shock that I'd actually just done the thing. Well, he replied. And he said, sure, Yetta, let's have a conversation. Well, I called Ken. I was in California. You called me in a panic. I was fit to be tied. <laughs> what do I say now? I blew it. Like, who does that? <laughs> like, who? Seriously. So Ken was very good. He didn't say, you're right. Who on earth does such a foolish, dumb thing? He actually said, well, you know how you've been looking for a mentor in relation to developing some of your human interpersonal skills, because it's not what I was saying that was getting me into trouble. It was how I was saying it. And so Robert, Dr. Robert Rome, could be a value in that area. And we were also looking for couples that were into leadership and growth that could come into our life. Mm -hmm. And so Ken said, well, what if you ask him instead, in the process, still have the conversation you set out to have, ask him if he would be willing to meet with you and begin potentially a mentoring relationship. Yeah, actually, I said, <coughs> would he have lunch with us? He lives in Atlanta, mm-hmm. and we would fly down to Atlanta to mm-hmm. have lunch with him. Right. So that's what you suggested I do. Mm-hmm. So fast forward a few days, and I am fit to be tied. I can't string two words together. I can't... I can't certainly put a sentence together. I'm in the bathroom six times before the phone call. I'm sweating. I'm not listening anymore. I am sweating. My whole team is thinking, what is wrong with her? Because I really thought, what have I done? Like, what is wrong with me that I would call out somebody that could school me all day, every day about English? I mean, remember, English isn't even my first language almost failed grade one. So I got a lot of dialogue going on in my head. So finally, the phone call comes. And he is the most gracious, amazing guy. 
ever. We have a great conversation. Well, come on. Let's tell the truth. Your conversation must have been so distorted and broken up (laughs) that he said to you at the end of the conversation, now let me get this straight. You would like to mentor me. Not the other way around. Yeah. 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 So, okay, it wasn't maybe a great conversation. He did take some notes, though. So, what he showed me was how to be a learner, (laughs) like how to be an amazing learner in every situation. He didn't look at me and think, who the heck are you? Who Mm -hmm. do you think you are? He actually was taking notes as we were communicating, even if it was in broken English. Yeah. Mm -hmm. So, what was hilarious is... Really, that started a beautiful relationship. We went down, we had lunch with them. We actually spoke on a panel about disc and marriage. and At then, his conference. At his conference. And then- At different times. And then we got invited to his church because not only does he run a full-time business, he pastors a church. So we thought, okay. No, he doesn't pastor at church. Just a second. Don't ruin the story. So we go, and he goes, well, you can come to the first service or the second service. He goes, you probably want to come to the second service. And we thought, well, we've come all this way. We're going to go to both services. So we go to the first service, and it's in this little, like, 1900s, beautiful white chapel with the wooden pews and the sloped floor and a little choir in the back. And there's maybe, what, 80, 100 people there, maybe, maybe not even that. And it's so quaint, and his message was lovely. And personal and connected yeah. with each person. And, and everybody yeah. said, oh, you know, he even pointed us out. Love when you point us out in the crowd, right? So anyway, we figure, okay, we're going to stay here for the next service. He goes, no, the next service is across the street. And I look across the street, and I think, that looks like a high school. It was huge, this huge building. Oh, you're talking in the high school? He goes, no, no, that's our church. So the second service is in the expansion at the campus. We walk into one room, it's huge. And he goes, well, this is where the youth hear their service. And then we walk into another auditorium. And it's like a 3,000 seat auditorium. And he gives the next sermon, same topic, different flavor. It was amazing. We watched an effective communicator, (laughs) and then some, in Technicolor, in two totally different environments. And so why are we sharing this story, like, for a whole big chunk of time? Because your role models actually change your life. Like, even if it's embarrassing, we can learn to step through those things and choose wisely who we want. So who are you going to choose in this coming season to help you move forward in the way in which you know you want to? Yes, and we're honored to be your advocates on this journey because we're passionate about helping people in their lives, their businesses, and their relationships. Moving forward with the Decker team.